presumption of positional power. And this goes a couple different ways. There's a position that you may hold as an individual. And because you hold that, you may presume that you have additional power than what you already have or you should have. And at the same time, too, people who are not in that position may give you too much credibility for what you're saying or maybe not enough. We kind of have these things where we make agreements with ourselves to say, okay, this is kind of close enough or we take it to be true if it's not. So we're going to explore this idea today, the presumption of positional power. Think on this as we launch out onto the loop today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world. We want to do this to you by sharing conversations that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. And if you want to receive updates when new content's available, please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive notifications when there's something new to listen to. We appreciate our listeners, you, our listeners, and engaging us uh, with us to share your own curiosities with your friends and with us. And as always, you guys can find us on uh, curiositycontinuum.com. From there, you'll find all of our socials. Um, you can link out for feedback. You can sign up for our email list. And I know we've been saying it for a long time, but we are going to do something with your emails eventually. We um, we have been uh, talking about that in the background, right, Bri? We have. And you have our word that we're not going to sell it to some right, uh, right. somebody else. You know, it's for, <laughs> for our personal use, <laughs> yeah. personal professional use. Well, it's personal use in the way that we want to get information out to you guys that's actually meaningful. So um, we're kind of brainstorming that. If you guys have an idea of what you want in the email, it would be great to get an email from you. <laughs> you yes. And you feel, please feel free to email us at hello at curiositycontinuum.com. Right. Okay, Josh. So... Presumption of positional power is the name of the episode today. Yep. Why don't you lead off? Why don't you talk about, uh, I know like right before we turned the record button on, we were talking about some work dynamics and things, right? So right. Um, there are some folks that are in like a managerial position that probably don't have business to be in a managerial position. <laughs> right. Or Yet even, they are. Yeah. Even like uh, maybe a bigger power, like let's go as even government, you know, like we give these people power over us. So in this way, like if you're like, I don't know, really know how I want to describe it, but I would say, let's say you're in a position of power. Let's say you're, you are a manager. You're managing like three or four people who gives you that power to manage. It's really those people below you. Right. I mean, yeah. they're looking for leadership. You're given it, you know, you're given the power from somebody up top, but to keep the power and to keep, it's not even power. It's just the the like idea an, of positional power. It's what it is, right? Yeah. It's, th <laughs> there, there's a, a very clear thing, like really to understand authority and to have authority, you actually need to understand what it's like to be under somebody's authority as well. Like there really is mm -hmm. like an order to those kind of things. These kind of things happen though. Uh, you know, it's not wrong. Like if you're, if you are uh, the president of a company, for example, right, that you have certain things that you do because you're president of the company. Well, of course, because that's your position. That's your right? position. Right. There's a couple different ways we can look at it. I think the first one, let's just talk about professional responsibilities and dynamics, and then we can take it to more of a personal level with everything. But sure, there's oftentimes people will 
make decisions and it's based on what they know and what they don't know. And you're not wrong in a leadership position if you don't know something, right? Because it's impossible, Correct. especially at a certain point, you don't know everything. But right. it's also, I would, I would say that it's like not the best idea to pretend like you know something and then <laughs> speak as if you do because there's right. a lot of people it affects. Exactly. I mean, that's like a whole different, um, that is this kind of like category what we're talking about. We're talking about the power that you're given by the people under you and above you to do, number one, to do your job. Because if you are president of a company, like Brian said, you're going to have certain expectations put upon you. You're going to have certain things that you just have to do because you're the president of that company. But there is other power that people give you that are directly below you that I think you could either take and make their lives better at work or you could take and make it miserable. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think we both, I think everybody has been in the situation where they've done both. Yeah. And you, you know, you, yeah, the, um, I want to just back up a minute and I want to define presumption just so we kind of have that working definition for everybody. Yeah. It's so a good idea. It, it says, uh, presumption is defined. This is by Google. So, uh, Google defines about everything these days. It seems like <laughs> presumption is defined as an idea that's taken to be true. And often used as the basis for other ideas, although it is not known for certain. And the example they give is like underlying presumptions about human nature. And then it's uh, also called behavior perceived as arrogant, disrespectful, and transgressing the limits of what is permitted or appropriate. So there hasn't been a lack of scandals that have broken out where men in powerful positions have kind of taken advantage of people, you know, for their own personal pleasure, which is absolutely not right. And people are going like, you know, well, this person should be held accountable to and like the, the they, they shouldn't have ever been able to do that in the first place because all human beings have great value and yet there's this the power dynamic that happens where it's the person in power actually has to have an additional form of grace on them so they don't abuse that power in the wrong way because we've seen all seen examples of it when it goes wrong right and i mean uh i mean i, I don't think anybody's living under a bubble so like the examples are obviously like the me too movement and a bunch of other things and those have to do with more power of men over women that has to do with that but it also can happen with women over men it just happens and people are in power over another um a therapist in power over you know somebody that they're counseling or their ha their therapy sessions for it's like we give them that power over us so that I think it's important to realize that we can also take that power back. Right. We are, as, as, as you know, free will agents, we're able to choose those things. I won't go so far to say we just need anarchy, <laughs> you know, right? say it's all, it's all nihilist. We do live in not. a society with rules and certain things that we have to do. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I have to go to work to pay my bills, so I don't get, you know, stuff taken away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are some there are some considerations with it. I think the thing that we have to do though is actually say where have we given trust without validating it? Where right. have we assumed we have people's trust in a, when we're in a position of power where it wasn't there in the first place? You know, there's um I ha recently talked to a retired lieutenant colonel out of the army. And if, to get to a rank of lieutenant colonel, you've had to spend some time in the military. And so that the very successful career and they came out and wanted to start doing more like in the private sector. And when I talked to this individual about it, 
you know, he had shared that as now kind of being more the the development director for this like startup company. And this is something he wanted to do after he got out of the military. He said, there were things that I learned that I kind of took for granted being a lieutenant colonel and how people would respond to me in the military. And he right. said, I realized that to earn their trust in the private sector in a different way, because I'm not that rank anymore, you know, he, I had to, he said, I had to like approach it very differently. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't have the authority in his role to go do things, but the way that he actually had to interact with people and communicate was very different based on the perceived position. Yeah. And I mean, I think Brian's touching on something here where in the military, obviously he's very regimented and we have a clear hierarchy of things. In fact, in the military, you're given a designation. I'm a lieutenant colonel or I'm a sergeant or I'm a captain or I'm this. So right there, that's the first thing in your name. So that power is given to those people and people afford them that power. But in the real world, in everyday USA or wherever you happen to live, things aren't quite cut and dry. They're not as black and white because it's not maybe a life or death situation. <laughs> You know, where right. you need the chain of command. I mean, here we do have the chain of command, especially in families. Obviously, you have like a mom and a dad or a dad and a dad or whatever you have. But you have a hierarchy of things. And like your children are pretty much like in most families anyway, they're not in control, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is that presumption of power. Like they afford you that power. But at a certain point... um. You're just kind of like you have to realize that that power. I almost hate to say this because it's kind of a cliche, but with, you know, with power comes responsibility. And that's the thing that we have to all kind of like keep in mind, I think. So when we back up, we, the thing that we have to do is actually teach people how to be responsible and wield that well. Mm -hmm. You know, where, uh, you know, in, in the Holy Bible, it says that, you know, you're diligent with a little bit, you know, show that you're diligent with this. and You'll be given more. You know, and that that model does work, you know, regardless of what you right. believe, uh, you know, the Bible to be as far as your personal beliefs. It's like, hey, if you sh if you give somebody something small and they show themselves diligent, like this is like in a professional setting, it's a man they handled that really well. Well, let me give them a little more. And they show themselves diligent with that. Like you're building you're you're being you're trusting them because they've shown themselves to be reliable and dependable and, you know, right. that they hold that responsibility well. And. Sometimes I think people try to grab a position and have not had the character development or the responsibility poured into them so that they actually can fill that position well. Right. And I think those people see that the position of power or the higher position, we could call it, like if you're if you're in a, you know, a managerial setting, people see that as like oh, that's how I'm going to get my job done. I'm going to get other people to do this. I want to control people. When in reality, it's not about control. It's actually about less control than people think. <laughs> yeah. You know, pe I think people want to do a good job. People just like to know there's somebody above them. Kind of a lot of people anyway, they kind of like that. They like the idea that someone's checking up on them, that they're making sure they're okay. They'll do their job. You know, they're just not going to... Um, I don't know how to say it really, but they're not going to, they just want to know that security is there. Yeah. When you talk about leaders also, a lot of these folks who are, who are excellent leaders 
are great motivators. They can help inspire people right. to go do what they do. Lead by example, really. Right. I mean, they work hard at their job, so you want to work hard at yours. Yes. Now, here's the, here's the fault where people equivocate their roles or things. There's a lot of uh, specialists maybe that say like, well, this person doesn't know what the crap they're doing, and I do right. it better than they do. It's like, you're probably right. Let's just say that you're right, that you could actually do that better than the person is right now. But you know what you can't do better is manage you <laughs> who thinks you can do it better with all the other people who think they can do it better and get you to work functionally together. Like that's yeah. a skill. And, and, I mean, and, and what this boils down to, too, is people have things going on in their own lives that you may not be aware of. And so even like a, your manager or, you know, your boss getting something, he's getting you guys all to work together or she or whatever is getting all you guys to work together. But you don't know what they're dealing with on a personal level either. Mm-hmm. So they may be de- they may be unloading a lot of stuff and it just might be that really bad time, but they're still getting the ball moving and they're still getting it rolling. Now, I have personally in my work, we have some managers that they're not getting the ball rolling moving forward, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, it, and, and it's a bad situation. And at that point, there is a different. Uh, kind of power dynamic that happens there and I don't really know um, when it happens but it does kind of shift at some point right Brian like where you're thinking like I just want to give an example like you're thinking like oh this person has the power they're telling me what to do and then all of a sudden you're like you know what this person knows nothing I'm not even going to listen to it anymore <laughs> <laughs> there's a power dynamic that happens at, at certain points yeah it's where Again, as a leader, you should be humble to be able to say, you know, I don't know that, but let me find out. Right. Because the reason, like, you all of a sudden, like, don't you don't, like, all of a sudden become immune to suffering or tragedy or personal problems just because you make more money or you have a a bigger position in the company or whatever it may be, or you're self-employed. You still deal with stuff. Everybody's dealing with stuff. And just know that, like, you're not a more perfect human being because you've achieved something in a, in a, a, a sphere of influence, you know, because really, like, if you go to the doctor, the doctor's gone through medical school, so they have more knowledge than you, but you know your body well, right? Like, I've had doctors prescribe aspirin to me, and I told them on the thing, I said, I am allergic to aspirin and everything in the aspirin family, and I still have to ask them, like, oh, whoops, that's my, I, I'm sorry about that. It's, are they trying to kill me? Let's hope not, but <laughs> maybe. most, maybe they are. <laughs> now I'm questioning everything. They're actually trying to do their job well, but they have a lot of other things going on. So it's personal responsibility for those kind of things. When a, when a leader starts to point that when employees are failing, that it's the employee's fault, and they don't look at themselves in the mirror, That's then there's the a problem. Yeah. That's the failure. Yeah. You know, yeah. when a leader when a leader succeeds, a good leader will point to his, his team, his or her team, and go, here's the, here's the people that made this thing work, right? And right. when the people are failing, if they don't look at themselves... Right? They say, well, it's all my people's fault. It's like, well, you're the leader. Why haven't you helped work, help them work this out? And, 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 and as the old saying say, you know, says, the buck stops there. Mm-hmm. Like when I am in charge of people, I really do say that. I say, if my team fails, it's because of me. Even whether it is or not, it's because of me because I'm in charge of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I take the good with the bad. And I think that's something that we need to work on, like as people in general, mm-hmm. that we're very easy to take a compliment or praise 
but criticism is difficult. That doesn't mean that they're trying to dethrone you from whatever throne you've put yourself on or found yourself sitting on. Not at it all. Just, it just yeah. means that, like, let's all be better. And there's right. a way to deliver it. If you're coming around and just being, you know, you're a hammer and you see everything like a nail and you're just going to beat the crap out of something, probably right. not the best way of doing it. And right. that's a whole other podcast about probably kind of <laughs> <laughs> not being a hammer all the time for that. So what do you think the uh, challenge is here, Brian, to our listeners? Do you want to, What do you want to challenge them to do? Self-reflection on where you are positionally in your life. That's your age, life stage, right? What mm-hmm. authority has been afforded to you based on that? What authority have you afforded others right now? Because again, taking that model of authority, you're, there are those you are over, there are those that are over you. That's a right order to everything. Question it. Like, why do I assume that this person would extend past their thing? Like, for example, like, um, I don't go to the doctor and know, hey, like, you have really good in- information on general construction on a home. Right. They may not, you know, <laughs> under, <laughs> they may, but understand where you have misappropriated what they're good at into something else wrongfully, you know, and also understand too, where you have assumed you have more breadth of, uh, more breadth of like authority than you actually do. Right. And I, I want to piggyback on Brian cause I want to say that same thing. I want to challenge people to not only look at, um, the authority that we give others, but make sure that we're affording hum- humility as well. So like if somebody gives us authority over them, make sure we're humble about it because that is a uh, form of flattery, really. If somebody says, hey, what do I need to do? I think that that's kind of flattering to me because they real- they think I know, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, uh, they're deferring to me and giving me the authority, and I think that's important too. Yeah. So handle any power with care and great consideration. Until right. next time, this is Josh. And this is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> For Curiosity Continuum. We're leaving that in. <laughs> yep. I'm leaving that part in too. That's funny. <laughs> <sighs>